verse this morning is a scripture that I'm sure you've all heard a lot of times before, um, the parable of a sower. So this is Matthew chapter 13, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Just imagine, if you can, a lake, a beach, and Jesus sitting down on the edge of the beach, and as soon as he sits down, immediately there's a crowd around about him. And so he jumps in a boat, sits down on the boat, and starts teaching. And he says first, in verse 3, he told many stories in the form of parables such as this one. And he says first, listen, listen, listen. A farmer went out to plant some seeds, and he scattered them across his field. Some seeds fell on the footpath, and the birds came and ate them. Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seeds sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow, but the plants soon wilted under the hot sun. And since they didn't have deep roots, they died. Other seeds fell among thorns and grew up, and they choked out the tender plants. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil, and they produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even 100 times as much as has been planted. And then Jesus said, Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Um, my title and my message this morning is The Power of Listening. The Power of Listening. Now, I was a, a rebellious son, and I left home uh, when I just turned 17 and went to Taranaki and uh, worked on a dairy farm and milk cows, and I did a dairy farm management course at Taranaki Polytech. And um, because leaving quite young and not having a great relationship with my parents, I never really spent a huge amount of time with them from then on. When I was in my 20s, my dad got cancer and passed away quite quickly. And it's been one of the um, big regrets of my life that I never really spent um, quality time with my dad and listened to him. A few years after he passed away, he never met any of my children, a few years after he passed away, I realized the need of wisdom and uh, running a business and bringing up children, and I wish my dad had been there. And I deeply regretted not taking on that wisdom that I could have had at the time. Um, even sometimes when I got in the boat, he was a great fisherman, and he used to nag me sometimes when I got in the boat with him, and then I'd jump overboard and swim ashore because I'd find it so boring. Um, but that, that was just, just me. Um, fast forward 47 years, and uh, last year actually, we've got two sons that live in Perth, and uh, I was just out, my youngest son Aaron, um, he's got a little boy, just turned one, and we were out pushing the pushchair around, and um, we were just chatting, just having time together, just walking around, walking the baby, and he said to me, Dad, you know, um, you know, I've got a serious life decision to make. And he talked these things out with me, and I just listened. And those moments when you're listening, I'm trying to train myself to listen to the Lord and, and come up with the right answers, because, you know, sometimes you come up with some real dumb stuff. And, um, I, I, you know, it was a really serious decision regarding him and his family and work hours and what he was going to do. And um, out of my mouth came the right thing. I gave him some words of wisdom and um, 
just shared my heart with him about my experience with bringing up a family and working and the demands of paying a mortgage and all that sort of thing. And he took it on board. And I thought about it later and I thought, what grace. Me, a rebellious son, my dad did. And here was the grace of God poured out on me just by giving me the opportunity to share that, um, that grace with my son. The power of listening. What does it mean to listen? It means to pay attention. It means to hear what's being said. It means to remember accurately what was said. It means to respect the voice of the speaker. To think about what was said. It means to humble our own thoughts, opinions, and prejudice and arrogance. To recognize and see the heart motivation of another person. To want to learn and grow. Is it possible to hear and not listen? Yes. Yes, it is. It's possible to, to switch off. Glennis and I were at a restaurant um, a few weeks ago um, with Glennis's brother and his wife. And um, I was talking away to them. My kids call me a jabber jaws, um, by the way. And, and, and that's just what they say. And um, I was talking away to my brother-in-law and, and then I just stopped for a bit. And Glennis said, oh, you should tell them about this and this. And I said, I just did. And she said, sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> and vice versa, that happens. You'll catch me out. And um, Glennis will say things like, um, can you fix the thingamajig? You mean the whatsamacall? And she said, you've been with me long enough now. You should know what I mean. <laughs> or, or I get the, David. Listen. Um, a few weeks ago, some young friends of mine invited me to come along on a kayak trip, and, and we kayaked out of Matauri Bay um, to Motukawanui Island and um, stayed in the hut for a few days. And uh, one of the young guys that was there was quite a troubled young man. And we decided that we're going to hike to the other end of the island. It's a beautiful walk, beautiful day, beautiful island. And suddenly everybody else disappeared and left me with this young guy. And I sort of knew what was going on. They just wanted me to talk to them and listen and chat. And so we spent two or three hours together just walking this track. And I asked him questions. He asked me questions, talked to him, listened to him. Um, at times felt like crying. You know, just he was just sharing his heart, sharing his issues with me. And and I thought about it afterwards. The, you know, the rest of the family had really set me up. Um, but at the time, um, it was just a beautiful experience just to listen to this young man. Why listen? We need to listen to learn, to grow, to fulfill our calling. We are called to reconnect people to God through Christ. It's called the ministry of reconciliation, to reconcile people to God. Listening builds relationship. If you don't listen, we don't really have a right to speak hear that. If we want to talk all the time, talk people down and not listen, we don't really have the respect of people to be able to really um, speak to them. Listening builds respect and trust. Are there times when we should not listen? Yes. Things that mock Christ and grieve the Holy Spirit, things that are taking away from our faith. The Apostle Peter, in one of his letters, said that our faith is more precious than gold. We need to guard our faith. 
Listening is challenging. Listening is challenging. Sometimes, you know, the Lord doesn't do things the way we think he should. Sometimes we're called to listen to people we don't really like. Sometimes we're called to listen to people we don't really agree with. But sometimes he pulls out of us and challenges us in our arrogance with other views that we may not have thought about that we need to listen. Sometimes we need to push back, but quite often we need to listen. Um, Age is a great thing. When you're young and your children are young, you expect your children to listen to you and do everything they're told. Mine didn't always do that, um, and that's just children. But when you get older, your children start telling you what you should do. That, that is challenging. Um, I'm, I'm seven months post-heart attack, and um, when I had this heart attack, my two boys that were in Perth, they came back to look after Dad. <laughs> And uh, at times I felt like a seven-year-old. You know, you get demands by dad, get someone to come and help you do this, you're going to do that. And that, that's challenging to listen at that time. But I thought to myself, and my daughter will um, give me fashion advice, what I should and shouldn't wear. I take her shopping with me um, because, you know, I've got absolutely no idea and and you've got to listen sometimes you've got to listen I thought to myself well if I expected my children to listen to me when they were young when I'm getting older I should sometimes listen to them not always but sometimes listen to them you know and and honor their views because that's that's valid familiarity breeds contempt listening builds relationships listening builds respect listening builds trust Listening builds knowledge. Proverbs 20 verse 12 says this. Ears to hear and eyes to see, both are gifts from the Lord. I'll read that again. Ears to hear and eyes to see, both are gifts from the Lord. Wisdom. Listening needs the help of the Holy Spirit his wisdom to help us. So if you're struggling to listen, ask for help. Ask for his help. Jesus said, listen. If you have ears to hear, hear. Listening sometimes is about asking the right questions, getting people talking, being sensitive, remembering what they're saying, remembering their name helps. That can be embarrassing, especially with new people. I find church really challenging sometimes. You meet new people all the time. Remember their names? Think about that. It's all part of listening. Eye contact. Sometimes it's funny when you're talking to somebody and you know they're thinking about something else. One of the funniest things is when Glennis and I are out sometimes visiting people and I'll be talking to somebody, she'll be talking to somebody else and I can hear little snippets of their conversation and I think, wow, that's really interesting. I wish I was listening there. You know, it's easy to be distracted, but that's disrespectful. Um, So that's why I say listening is challenging. Um, Matthew 13 Verse 11 and 12, the disciples said to Jesus, why do you talk to people in parables? And he replied with this. This is um, verse 11. 
You are permitted to understand the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but others are not. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given, and they will have abundance of knowledge. But for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. It's an interesting, it's an interesting scripture about listening to Christ. The value of listening to his teaching that we face in Christ. Verses 16 and 17 go on to say this. But blessed are your eyes because they see, and your ears because they hear. I tell you the truth, many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see, but they didn't see it. And they long to hear what you hear, but they didn't hear it. You know, the value, we've got about, you know, five Bibles at home, different translations. And how much attention do we give to the Word of God? It's a challenge for us all. It's a challenge for us all to really honour that Word. You know, we've got more Scripture in front of us than the Apostle Paul, and he wrote, you know, like two-thirds of the New Testament. We've got more Scripture than the Apostle Paul. It's a great gift and privilege to have the teaching that we have. And I haven't got this up on the screen, but for the next few verses, verses 13, uh, chapter, 30, uh, chapter 13, verses 18 to 23, Christ goes on and explains to the apostles the parable of the sower. And there's four types of ground. There's the hard-packed path, the rocky soil that's shallow, the soil covered in weeds and thorns, and the good fertile soil. The soil represents us, the people. It represents people, the soil. The differences in the soil types are the way we listen to God's word. This whole parable is about listening. It's about listening. I believe Jesus always spoke with a redemptive heart. He wanted people's attention. He wanted their hearts. He loved them deeply. So he always spoke with a redemptive heart. With the Holy Spirit's help, we can change our soil type. We can change the type of soil that we are by the help of the Holy Spirit, Christ himself. We need to recognize our own condition. We need to realize what soil type we represent where our heart is at, where our core being is at, where our belief system is at, we need to recognize that. And the Holy Spirit illuminates that. Are we on the path just following the crowd, hard packed? Are we stony ground, hard hearted, cynical, judgmental, arrogant? Are we living amongst the thorns, listening to the weeds? Christ's heart is that we would bear fruit beyond our wildest dreams. How we listen to and hear and understand the teachings of Christ determines how we see other people. I'll say that again. How we hear, understand the teachings of Christ determines how we see other people. How we listen called us to understand the people the Holy Spirit has specifically called us to. 
Listening does that. Listening to Christ changes the way we think about the world and other people. It transfers his love into us. The scriptures say that the Holy Spirit has poured the love of Christ into our hearts. That scripture that I quoted to myself before, he's not given us a spirit of timidity or fear, but a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. Our inner dialogue, our thoughts, our heart motivations determine our attitudes, our words, and our actions. I have learned that I can't always trust my thoughts and my attitudes. Sometimes when people wind me up, we had a, um, Glennis and I had a quite a good friend visit us during the week, and he attacked us on the basis of our faith, on the basis of us backing Israel um, and um, the, Palestine, the whole Gaza Palestinian thing, just attacked us. Real, um, really got stuck into us. It was quite amazing. And I said to Glennis after he's left, I'm going to push back. I'm going to put him in his place. He was just arrogant and some of the things he said to us were just out of line and Glennis said, no, don't do that. Um, just love this guy. Um, he's what I call, I don't like calling people Christian or non-Christian. I just like, don't like doing that. He's unchurched. That's the way I talk about my friend. He's unchurched. And um, I've told you about him before. He told me once that my biggest problem was I read my Bible too much. <laughs> I love that. I love that. But this, he really pushed my buttons and I was getting quite angry. But we did respond to him with grace, which was the important thing. And that's what I mean. You know, in that moment, my thoughts and my attitudes toward my friend were not Christ-like. I needed to listen to the Spirit of God within me and be adjusted by him. Yes, the Holy Spirit wants to renew and transform our thoughts and attitudes. Just close your eyes, please. This is just uh, a time just between you and the Father. And I don't know your guys' hearts, but the Holy Spirit does. And I just want you to consider... Um, what soil type you are right now, and I, you know I don't, you know I can just think about myself. You know I can be different types of soil um, in any given day of the week, and I know Christ sees me as pure, holy, righteous, and true. But still, at the same time, I need adjustment with my thoughts and attitudes. And one, the Apostle Paul, one of the things he said was there must be a spiritual transformation of your thoughts and attitudes created in God's own a new nature because you're a new person created in God's own image righteous, holy and true and I speak that scripture over myself every day so I just want you to consider where you're at with the Lord right now and just think about that in quiet contemplation and let the Holy Spirit speak to you and at the same time realise that um, Jesus always has a redemptive heart. And all you've got to do is say, Lord, help me. Help me to be fertile soil. Help me to know you. Help me to understand what it means to believe in Jesus. 
Help me to understand what you've called me to do, the people that you've called me to. It's as simple as asking those simple questions. Thank you, Father. I just pray the grace of your Holy Spirit upon every single person under the sound of my voice, just that they would see you for who you really are. Thank you for that.